0: Hey, it's Monday, March 16th, 2020. And you're on the corner of Lucy and Nutcracker Street with Anne Marie. And I have a quote of the day from James Madison. So today's his birthday. He was the fourth president of the United States from 1809 to 1817. Uh, He was born on this date in 1751. And he passed... June 28, 1836, in Virginia. Um, He was also known as the father of the Bill of Rights, America's first graduate student, among other nicknames. And his quote is this. The essence of government is power, and power, lodged as it must be in human hands, will ever be liable to abuse. And that's your quote of the day. Here are today's horoscopes for March 16, 2020, written by Nancy Black for Linda C. Black. Aries, Today's an eight. Grow professionally by strengthening foundations. Clean up, file, and organize over the next three weeks with Mercury and Pisces. Gain greater insights from your dreams. Taurus. Today is a nine. Make long-distance connections. Social life booms over three weeks with Mercury and Pisces. Friends share valuable information, solutions, and great advice. Team projects thrive. Gemini. Today's a nine. Contribute to generate shared profits. Career opportunities arise with Mercury and Pisces. There may be a test involved. Study, edit, and refine. Market, promote, and connect. Cancer, today is an eight. Connect with your partner. Travel and discovery beckon. Investigate and explore your curiosities over about the next three weeks. And expand territory. Leo, today is a nine. Maintain fitness practices for strength. Um, for the next three weeks, it's easier to track and grow investments. Sort wins and losses. Virgo. Today's an eight. Have fun with people you love. Grow collaboration through communication over three weeks with Mercury and Pisces. Sign agreements. Work together to get farther. Libra. Today's a seven. Seven. Enjoy comforting domestic rituals. Balance work, play, and health. Express excellence through your efforts. Communication benefits your physical performance. Scorpio, today's a nine. Connect with heart. Your creative and artistic expression flourishes with Mercury and Pisces. Write, record, and film. You're exceptionally persuasive. Investigate an attraction. Sagittarius, today's a nine. Profitable opportunities arise. Fix up your place. Discuss what you want with family. Feather your nest together. Capricorn, today's a nine. Take charge for what you want. Reach out and engage. The next three weeks favor creativity, communication, and connection. Share and network. Aquarius, today's a seven. Review and reconsider plans. Make financially savvy connections over this phase. Profitable ideas abound. Ask for what you want and get it. Pisces today is a nine. Friends support you. You're exceptionally brilliant over the next three weeks with Mercury in your sign. So write, record, and share your personal view. And these are your horoscopes for March 16th to 2020. If you were born today, March 16th, you accept little at face value and are always looking for hidden meanings or deeper knowledge of people and circumstances in your life. You are generally very poised and charming and have a talent for coming up with money making ideas and creative marketing projects. Periods of solitude are absolutely essential to your well being as quiet time is how you refresh yourself. You are self-motivated, perceptive, and versatile. Famous people born today include James Madison, Jerry Lewis, Chuck Woolery, Isabel Huppert, Eric Estrada, Pat Nixon, John Butler Yeats. For the year ahead, benefits flow through social participation this year. Results from disciplined actions satisfy. Win a prize together before supporting a loved one through changes. Find hidden professional opportunities next summer before Cupid darts your heart. Change your place next winter as your career stature expands. Strengthen connections. Happy birthday, Pisces. Today in Rock, March 16th, in 1955, The Ballad of David Crockett by Bill Hayes reached number one spot on the U.S. pop music charts, where it would stay for five weeks. The song sold more than 7 million records on more than 20 different labels worldwide. Epic Records, that same year, releases Roy Hamilton's Unchained Melody, which will climb to number six. The Righteous Brothers would update the song ten years later and take it to number four. In 1962, although he's about to be dropped by Columbia because his big band style records weren't selling, Bobby Vinton is allowed to lay down a couple of vocal efforts, and the results would produce the first of his 30 U.S. top 40 hits, Roses Are Red, which would top the Billboard chart by next June. In 1963, Peter Paul and Mary's Puff the Magic Dragon is released in the U.S., where it will reach number two. Although banned by some radio stations who thought the song was about drugs, it is really just a story about a little boy growing up, according to its writer Peter Yarrow. In 1964, Alan Freed, who helped bring rock and roll to the forefront, is charged with tax evasion, a grand jury indictment stemming from the earlier Paola investigation, which ruined the career of the ex-DJ. In 1965, the Rolling Stones were at number one on the UK singles chart with The Last Time, the band's third U.K. number one. In 1968, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding became the number one song in the U.S. The tune was recorded just three days before the plane crash that killed Redding in December 1967 and was his only gold record. 1970, 24-year-old Tammy Terrell who teamed up with Marvin Gaye for several Motown hits, died at Graduate Hospital in Philadelphia. After she had collapsed in Gaye's arms on stage in 1967, it was discovered that she was suffering from a brain tumor. In 1971, at the 13th Annual Grammy Award, Simon and Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Water wins Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Arrangement, Accompanying Vocalist, Best Engineered Record, And best contemporary song. Nineteen seventy-seven, after several embarrassing incidents, A and M Records announces the termination of the Sex Pistols contract, and that they have halted production of the band's newest single, "God Save the Queen." In nineteen seventy-nine, Elvis Costello was the object of a lot of bad publicity after he allegedly made racist comments about Ray Charles and James Brown. Costello was at a Holiday Inn bar while promoting his new Armed Forces album, discussing British and American music with Stephen Stills and Bonnie Bramlett. When the remarks were made, Bramlett responded by punching Costello in the face. After word about the incident came out, Costello held a press conference and apologized. In 1983, U.S. radio and TV personality Arthur Godfrey died in New York City at the age of 79. His show, Arthur Godfrey's Talent Scouts, was a forerunner of Star Search and American Idol and The Voice, on which scouts presented their discoveries to perform live before a national radio and television audience. In 1991, seven members of country singer Reba McIntyre's band and her road manager were among ten people who were killed when the private jet crashed in California just north of the Mexican border. McIntyre who had given a private concert in San Diego for IBM employees the night before, was luckily not on the plane. In 1993, Johnny Simbel died in Nashville of an apparent heart attack at age 46. His novelty song, Mr. Bassman, reached number 16 in March 1963. 1999, the RIAA, gave out its first set of Diamond Awards for sales over 10 million units in the U.S., 61 albums, and one single qualified. At the top of the list was the Eagles' Greatest Hits, with over 25 million copies, and it would sell another million by the end of that year. 2005, Billy Joel checked himself into a rehabilitation center for the treatment of alcohol abuse. That same year, Jackson Spires, drummer and founding member of Blackfoot, died at age 53 after suffering a brain aneurysm. The band reached number 26 on the Billboard Hot 100 in August 1979 with Highway Song. In 2009, the Weinstein Company acquired the rights to produce Nowhere Boy, the story of John Lennon's tumultuous childhood. The script focuses on the battle between Lennon's Aunt Mimi and his mother Julia for custody and The Affections of the Young Musician, as well as The Friendship with Paul McCartney. The film was released at the 2010 Sundance Film Festival on January 27, 2010. 2013, Bobby Smith, lead vocalist for The Spinners, died following complications from lung cancer at the age of 76. In 2015, Andy Frazier, bassist for the group Free and co-writer of their hit All Right Now, died of cancer at the age of 62. And in 2017, the King's frontman, 72-year-old Ray Davies, was knighted by the Prince of Wales for service to the arts at a ceremony at Buckingham Palace in London, England. And this is your Day in Rock. A woman in labor suddenly shouted, shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't, didn't, can't. Don't worry, said the doc. Those are just contractions. So still tracking coronavirus. Um, Things have changed. As you know, it's March 16th. A lot of things have changed up to this point. The WHO declared it a global pandemic. A lot of countries have gone into action closing borders. Um, There was just an announcement in the last few minutes that Canada is closing closing its borders. Um, So what do we have right now calculated? We have 179,175 cases we have 7,045 deaths recorded worldwide. We have 77,936 people recovered right now. We have an unresolved case count of 94,194. So the leading country with cases was China and still is China at 80,860, which again, has not really increased tremendously since last week, which is a very good sign. They have 3,213 deaths recorded and 3,032 serious cases. They say they have a recovery of 67,490. Italy is in the midst of a climb. They have 27,980 cases. They have 2,158 deaths. Of course, this is very bad because they have significantly less cases recorded than China, but almost as many deaths as China. They're not about a 1,000 difference in the recorded deaths. So... Again, people do question China's numbers and they don't like them. They think that China under-recorded the death count. And from what's going on in Italy, I believe that may be uh, borne out. Iran has 14,991 cases recorded and 853 deaths recorded. Spain has 9,437 and 336 cases deaths recorded. They have um, a serious case uh, record right now 432. And they have 530 people recovered. South Korea has 8236 cases, and 75 deaths recorded. People feel that This is due to the aggressive testing and contact tracing that South Korea did. Um, Again, so much we have to learn when we go through this data, even six months from now. So after South Korea, you have Germany with 7,174 cases, France with 5,423 cases, Now, Germany has 14 deaths to 7,000 cases, but France has 127 deaths to just a little over 5,000 cases. The United States, we have 4,171 cases, and we have a pretty high death rate right now of 70. So, again... This data is being collected real time. It's not verifiable. It's globally collected. You know, it is what it is. Uh, picture will become clearer once people go over this and reevaluate things. We have um, many more countries reporting first cases uh, this week. And I'm just going to go into that. We have, uh, Namibia, Bahamas, Liberia, Eswatini, Equatorial Guinea, Gabon, Congo Republic, Sudan, Mauritania, Central African Republic, Guinea, Togo, um, and I believe, okay, uh, DR Congo. They're Ivory Coast, Ethiopia, Cameroon, Rwanda, Honduras, I said last week. Um, anyway, there's. it's just all over all the continents now. Um, some people are just starting, and some people are getting in the midst of it, and some people are really in the thick of it. And like I said, um, the South Korean cases have come down in reports, and so has China. And of course, they were two of the countries first in the fray of this. Um, Just looking at Japan, let me see their case count. Um, Japan, uh, 818 is their case count and 24 deaths. And again, they've also managed to kind of stop the spread. So it will be very good as countries talk and pool resources. Right now, locally around me, um, in the state of New York, they just closed bars, restaurants, gyms, libraries, etc. They're putting or they're encouraging now a curfew of 8pm on grocery stores, gas stations, etc. It's not mandatory yet. People can still take out food from the restaurants uh, but they will be closed to public gathering. All the government offices are pretty much getting, uh, cut back to non-essential, uh, personnel out and very limited hours in government offices like DMV, uh, clerk's office. They're open from like nine to 11, the courts, all the, not the, um, non-emergency court motions have been kind of put aside and there's a lot of upheaval going on right now. And even if this were to end in two weeks, that uh, putting aside of so many government things is really going to cause uh, further disruption down the road. And we're wondering, because we've never seen anything like this in our lives, um, one of the goofy things that happened is everybody doubled up on toilet paper and nobody's really sure how that happened or why, but people went nuts buying toilet paper and it hasn't really been restocked in all the stores. Uh, all paper products are pretty much not around like Kleenex and, um, paper towels, things like that. So, stores are having trouble restocking, but that, of course they haven't stopped making these products. I guess people are figuring that we're going to have factory slowdowns like China did. So the other concern of course, is that because it's now a global pandemic, what are, what are the, um, what's the future of, of travel, international travel, or even state to state travel? Will that, be further restricted before this uh, stops. And I think everything's on the table right now. And we're just going to have to wait and see. We can hope for the best. I do believe that there will be a peak to this first wave of virus and it will come down with all these restrictions, just like it did in China and South Korea. I think the immediate future is we're going to see some bad times with healthcare. Um, We can't uh, restrict people the way that they could in China, because in America, you have a lot of civil liberties and rights. So people have certain amount of freedom, and unfortunately, not everybody's conscientious. So there is going to be some spread of the disease that we can't stop. And that's what we're going to have to deal with. But there's a price for everything. So anyway, I'm going to sign off. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. I kind of just keep journaling this because it is a strange journey. And it's certainly strange for my family. We're all home together. My son is not scheduled to go back to school until um, the middle of April. And um, it's still a big question mark if that's going to happen. So we're just kind of waiting and watching along with everyone else in the world. And we're hoping for the best. And keep washing those hands. And I'll see you next time on the corner of Lunacy and Nutcracker Street. Bye.